0: Give him a praise in this place. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost in this building right now. Somebody ought to shout unto God with a voice of triumph in this house. Wow! Hey! <laughs> Somebody ought to take about 60 seconds and give God your best praise tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God, anybody feel the fire of the Holy Ghost in this place? Man, y'all just keep me in that mode right there. How many of you thank God for what he's been doing in this house today? Whoa! I hope I hope y'all ready to have some church tonight. My voice is almost gone. Between preaching Friday night, this morning, and 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 testifying to y'all that we're blessed. So if I'm gonna preach, I got to get it done in about 5 or 10 minutes tonight. Y'all with me? Y'all with me tonight? My I don't know if y'all are ready. I said, y'all with me tonight. Hey! Grab your Bibles, go to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 1. And uh, while you're turning there, let me say what a privilege it is to have our guests and our visitors in the house of the Lord this evening. Rock Church, would you help me one more time? Put your hands together and make some noise for all of our. Come on, we can do better than that tonight. Uh, Come on, help me make welcome all of our guests that are here. We are so excited to have you in the house of the Lord with us. Amen. Just remain standing as we go to the word of the Lord. It's so good to have the Tapia family back with us tonight. They were here this morning. All the way from Indiana, and uh, pray that you feel welcome here at the Rock Church. so good to have you with us First Samuel chapter number one and while you're turning there, uh, man, how many of you were blessed by what the Lord did in this building this morning I'm telling you this place was was pleasantly full and uh, the rest of the church was at Bedside Baptist. We were trying to pray him back through <laughs> to the house of the Lord. And, uh, but my God, what a move of God was in this place. And when the Lord finished this morning, we baptized four more people in Jesus' name. All of them received the Holy Ghost. Hey! I'm excited about that. Last week... We had nine people baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. I think it's gonna be more than that this week because we're already off to a good start today. And uh, God's doing great and mighty things. I've just got a quick word I'm gonna preach till I run out of voice, or you shout me down, one of the two, whichever comes first. So if I just mic drop, y'all just shout the rest of the service, all right? First Samuel chapter one verse number four says, "And when the time that Elkanah offered, he gave to Penina his wife and to all her sons and her daughters portions, but unto Hannah he gave a worthy portion, for he loved Hannah." But the Lord had shut up her womb. And her adversary also provoked her sore for to make her fret because the Lord had shut up her womb. And as he did so year by year when she went up to the house of the Lord, so she provoked her Therefore she wept and did not eat. You got to be really stressed out to just quit eating. I know there's more of y'all should be saying amen on that one right there. Come on now, don't be acting like the swimsuit model. (laughs) Verse 13. (laughs) Said, now Hannah... She spake in her heart. She had, she had went up to the house of the Lord to pray. And the Bible said uh, that she spake uh, in her heart. Uh, and only her lips moved. Uh, but her voice was not heard. Somebody say her voice was not heard. I don't have time to read the whole narrative. But when you skip down to verse number 17... The man of God looks at her and speaks and says, Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant thee thy petition that thou hast asked of him. And she said, Let thine handmaid find grace in thy sight and so the woman went her way and did eat and her countenance was no more sad chapter 2 verse number 1 says and Hannah prayed and said my heart rejoiceth in the lord And mine horn is exalted in the Lord. Listen to this next phrase. And my mouth is enlarged over mine enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. My mouth is enlarged over mine enemies. One transliteration says, uh, my mouth uh, boasts uh, over mine enemies. Another one says, uh, now uh, I have an answer uh, for my enemies. Another one says, uh, my mouth uh, speaks boldly uh, against uh, my enemies. Another one says, uh, Now uh, I laugh uh, at my enemies. Uh, and another one says, uh, My mouth uh, mocks uh, my enemies. And for a few moments, I need y'all just to just start preaching with me right away. I simply want to preach, uh, Can you hear me uh, now? Can you hear me now? Tell your neighbor, can you hear me now? 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 now?" My God, you can be seated, you can run the aisles, you can dance if you want to. As you begin to read the narrative, You understand that Elkanah had two wives. The brother was already in trouble. Some of you husbands better not say amen too loud. (laughs) I noticed some of the sisters didn't even crack a smile on that one. (laughs) He had two wives. And to top it off, One of the wives hated the other one. She despised her. And there was a little issue that was going on because the Bible said uh, that Hannah could not have children uh, because the Lord uh, had shut up uh, her womb. It wasn't because uh, of a medical condition. It wasn't because of a genetic defect. It wasn't because of an injury or some other reason. It was because the Lord had shut up her womb. And when God shuts up your womb, you can, you can take progesterone, you can take prenatal pills. You can drink a concoction of essential oils. Hiller, your mama dear. You can do whatever you want to do, but if the Lord shut up your womb, baby, you might as well just wait on God. I don't understand why the Bible does not tell us, but I have a hunch that sometimes God does these things and allows them to happen simply so we can learn how to trust him and we can learn how to obey him and we can learn how to let God get the glory in our lives. I don't know why I thought of this little story before I got up to preach. But let me, let me just tell it tonight for the sake of whoever needs to hear it. I, I was preaching in a church in Texas several years back. This was uh, maybe a decade ago. I was preaching a revival. At a church in Texas, and at the altar call, there were people praying all over the building, and I was going laying hands and praying with people and I came to a young couple that was standing in the altar i didn 't know them, had never uh, met them didn 't know their names and and i was I, I laid my hands on them and began to pray for them and as I began to pray for them, uh, I felt like God instantaneously dropped a word uh, into my spirit for them, and it was so powerful, but but I was unsure whether or not to speak to them. I, I didn't want to break protocol, so I went and walked over to where their pastor was praying with somebody, and I said, listen, I feel like God spoke something to me uh, for that young couple over there, but I'd feel more comfortable if you're okay with me uh, telling them if you would come with me, and he said, yes, of course, uh, if you've got something from God, speak to them, and so he walked over there with me, and He begins to get the young couple's attention. And he said, uh, uh, Brother Williams uh, was praying with you and felt like God had a word for you. And I looked at them and said, when I laid my hands on each of you, it was as if God showed me that I was looking at Abraham and Sarah. And God told me to tell you uh, that Abraham and Sarah had a promise from God for a child. Uh, but they because they struggled with unbelief, uh, they tried to do in the flesh uh, what God wanted to do as a miracle uh, and they beget a son named Ishmael uh, that was rejected by God uh, and they missed uh, the opportunity of what God was going to do. Uh, I said, I don't know what that means, uh, but you need to wait and trust in God and when I did they both collapsed to the floor and began sobbing and I said uh oh I don't know what that means but I'm going to go pray with somebody else when the altar call was finished, I saw them disappear into their pastor's office with their pastor. And they were there for quite some time. And when the pastor came out of the office, he said, you have no idea what just happened. He said, you don't know this, but for, for, for a long time, this couple has been trying to have children. And they have been unable to have children. He said in just a few weeks ago, there was a young lady connected to this church that had a baby and decided she wanted to give the baby up for adoption. And so this couple had, had taken the baby into their home uh, for a few days at a time uh, uh, trying to decide whether or not to adopt the child. And they, they had fallen in love with this little baby girl. And, and uh, so finally they had come to their pastor just that morning before service started And they came to their pastor and said, Pastor, we've been praying about it and we've had uh, this baby at the house and and we're really deciding whether or not we should adopt her. We feel really good about it. And the pastor said, Well, let's take just a couple of days and pray about it. I'm sure that God has an answer. And of course, in that service, God spoke to them. So they went into the office and he said they, they, they were crying and they said, Pastor, now what do we do? And he said, I think the Lord spoke pretty clearly to you that you need to wait and trust in God. And it broke their heart. They had already fallen in love with this baby girl, but something in them said, "We're going to trust the word of the Lord." And so they decided that they would wait on God. It wasn't nine months later that they were born. Was born to them a little baby boy. Nine months after years of trying to have a child, God brought them to that moment of testing. And when they listened to God uh, and they obeyed God, uh, God opened up the womb uh, of that mama uh, and she had, I don't know who that's for tonight, uh, but somebody just needs to trust in God. Uh, Don't try to push the doors open. uh, Don't try to force your way. uh, Just trust in God. Uh, When God opens the door, uh, you'll know it's the right one. Uh, When God leads you, God, I feel the Holy Ghost. I may never get to what I was going to preach. You see, there are some doors. When I go to some places of business and I walk up to the doors, there's no door handles. Because they weren't designed to be manipulated by human hands. But there's a sensor on the door that senses when you get to it. And when you get close to the door, the door opens up automatically. When I get down in the parking lot, and I look at the door, the door is still closed. But as I walk close to the door, When I get in the right proximity of the door, the door opens. And I feel like telling somebody that when you get in proximity of the door that's supposed to open, the door will open and you won't have to put your hand on it. You won't have to manipulate it. You won't have to do anything. Oh, somebody in this building needs to trust in God. But you see, the Bible calls Penina, who was Elkanah's side chick. (laughs) I'm sorry, I wasn't supposed to say it like that. You can take the boy out of the hood, but you can't get the hood all the way out of the boy. It's side chick Penina. (laughs) The The Bible said that she became an adversary to Hannah. Now, it's one thing for somebody to just get on your nerves. Any amens in the building? I know you want to invite everybody to your birthday party, but can I just be honest with you? There are some people that just kind of get on my nerves a little bit. Just look straight ahead. But this, this is a whole nother level. It's, it's another thing altogether when they become your adversaries. And their goal and their purpose uh, is to undermine you. uh, And their goal and their purpose uh, is to destroy you. uh, And they seek you. uh, And they follow you. uh, And they stalk you. uh, And they come against you uh, with railing action. The Bible said uh, that the adversary, Penina, was sore vexing her because her womb was shut up. And I could just see old Penina. She had a whole bunch of little chitlins. That's different than children. When you got a bunch of them and they're ornery, they're chitlins. And I could see old Penina. You know how women can do. I got five Baptist head nods. Three Presbyterian amens. She... Walks up to Hannah. Hannah, would you mind holding my baby for me? I've got to go make some food for the other children. You know what I'm talking. Oh no, you don't know what I'm talking. Sorry. You y'all know how women could be. Uh-huh. You just. You just his concubine because a real wife could give her man a baby. I don't know what it was that, that Penina was saying, but it was every day she was poking at, her, at Han- Hannah and Hannah. Poor Hannah, she uh, she loved her husband, and uh, but it was Penina's goal. Uh, I'm going to do this girl under her. I'm going to wear this girl out uh, until she moves uh, out of this house. And it became so bad that Hannah began to fret. She began to worry. And the Bible said that it caused her to lose her appetite. And she began to weep. Every time you saw her, she was sad. Her countenance was drawn, and she was crying, and she was worried because she couldn't have any children, and what's going to happen to me, and and I don't understand why all of these things were happening. And you know the story. The Bible said that she went to the house of the Lord to pray, and when she walked into the church, her countenance was falling uh, and she was fretting, she was worrying uh, and she was crying uh, and the Bible said uh, that it was so bad uh, that when she opened her mouth to pray, uh, nothing came out she opened her mouth to pray uh, and she was completely stifled uh, by the pressure uh, of the adversary uh, mocking her uh, in her life She must have looked quite a mess because the Bible said that the man of God thought she was drunk. (laughs) She was toe up from the flow up. And he walked up. Now, listen. I'm not advocating this. I'm just telling you what the Bible said. But the Bible said he walked up and he slapped her. (laughs) Now, some of y'all... What a backslid right there. That's it. I'm done. I'm never coming back to church. <laughs> Read it when you get home. See, you can't even you can't find this stuff in a tabloid. Preacher slaps woman while she's praying. I mean, my God. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to be nice because I got some things I want to say right there, but I just keep them to myself. And she begins to plead her cause with the man of God. My womb is barren and I can't have any children. And she's talking to him. And and when she gets done, the Bible said uh, that all of the sudden, uh, the man of God looks at her uh, and he begins to answer her. uh, And he tells the woman, uh, go in peace uh, and the God of Israel uh, grant thee uh, thy petition uh, that thou hast asked uh, of him all it took was one word from God and verse number 18 uh, she responds and said uh, let thine handmaid uh, find grace uh, in thy sight and I love this next part Uh, the Bible said uh, so the woman uh, went uh, her way uh, and uh, she did uh, eat she got to feeling so good that when she left the church, she said, run me through Popeye's chicken. Come on, I should have got 15 shouts on the, on that one right there run me to get one of them chicken sandwiches uh, from Papa Chicken. Uh, I feel my appetite Isn't uh, it's something uh, that you can be going through something uh, and your appetite uh, is suppressed uh, and you don't feel like worshiping uh, and you don't feel like praying uh, and you don't feel like going to church uh, and you don't feel like serving God uh, and you don't feel like doing uh, what you're supposed to do. Uh, but just one word uh, from God uh, And all of a sudden, everything begins to change. And your appetite comes back. And all of a sudden, you get a little dance in your step. And you get a little shout in your voice. Because the word of the Lord came. My God, I'm preaching to somebody in this building. The Bible said that her countenance changed. She kept going to church like this. Clap your hand, all you people. Somebody give God a shout of praise. somewhere, you gotta get a hold of a word from God that causes you to see you don't understand she didn't have a bump on her belly she didn't have a positive pregnancy report she had no proof that it was even going to take place but at just a word from god she began to respond in faith my god i feel like telling somebody that your miracle is in how you respond uh, to the Word of God. Uh, Oh, uh, somebody in this building, uh, I know the devil's been telling you uh, a lie, uh, and he's been vexing your spirit, uh, but I came uh, with a Word from God uh, for somebody in this place uh, that God uh, has heard your prayer, uh, and God uh, is about to open the door. God's about to make a way. God's about to do what he said he would do. Somebody's countenance ought to change right now. Somebody ought to just throw your hands in the air. My God, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know when, but I know that God is able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we can ask. Somebody just praise him on a word right there. Somebody just praise him on a word right there god i don't even have it yet and i'll give you a praise god i don't even see it yet and i'll give you a praise god i can't even touch it yet but i'll praise you for it god i can't even measure it yet but i'll give you a praise right now God just needs somebody to praise Him in advance for what you're believing God to do right now. Yay. Yeah! 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 I can see it. I can hear it. I can feel it. Yes! What has the enemy been harassing you about? What has the enemy been lying to you about? I came with the word from God tonight. It's time to quit listening to the voice of the enemy. she did. Chapter two and verse number one, she went back into the house of the Lord. But this time she didn't walk in with her head hanging down. And this time she didn't walk in with tears rolling down her face. And this time she didn't walk in discouraged. And when she opened her mouth, Last time I tried to pray, devil, you couldn't hear me. Last time I tried to pray, I couldn't really pray. Last time I tried to worship, my hands were heavy, but she opened her mouth and said, can you hear me now? God has enlarged my mouth over the mouth My enemy, my God, I'm going to shout louder than the enemy's threats. I'm going to shout and drown out the voice of the devil. Somebody ought to turn loose tonight and just shout over the top of those voices. And shout over the top of those threats. Yes! Yes, somebody give it praise. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Listen, before you start doubting this word, let me remind you that the Bible says, let the weak stay i'm strong god said there's some times you gotta open your mouth in defiance to your current circumstance and you need to speak a word that is opposite of what you're going through let the weak say i'm strong they that know their god shall be strong Somebody open your mouth and let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Shout somebody on a shout until you lose your voice. Somebody on a shout until your enemy shuts his mouth. Somebody on a shout until your fear has to run. Yay! Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Go! 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 Come on! Come on! In the presence of your enemies, God is gonna set a table, God's gonna prepare a table for you right in front of the same people that said you'd never make it. God's going to prepare a table in front of the same voices that said you'd never be blessed. That said you'd never be what God said. Yeah. in the face of Panina. shout in the face of your enemy, shout in the presence of your haters. Somebody shout in this place. Get your blessing. There it is. Get your blessing. Trust in God. Trust his word. Trust his promise. bring you the promise. God's going to cause you uh, to prosper. God's going to cause you uh, to bear a child. God's going to bring fruitfulness uh, to your life. Oh! oh. Pick them up, put them down, pick them up.